Hey, happy Feast of the Immaculate Conception, if you happen to be watching this on December 8th. Um, I think that's when we're probably gonna drop, drop, <laughs> why did I do that? Hi, my name's Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. The Feast of the Immaculate Conception. I made a video about this a couple years ago, and I sang in it, and played the guitar in it, and sang Mary, did you know? I don't know if you remember that. I'm not gonna sing. But to recap, every Marian doctrine is actually about Jesus. So that's very important to understand right off the bat. But the Marian doctrine, or the doctrine of the Immaculate Conception states that Mary, from the first moment of her conception, was preserved from all stain of original sin by the merits of her son's future life, death, and resurrection. I say that again, but you could just rewind it. It's that Mary, from the first moment of her conception, was preserved from all stain of original sin by the merits of her son's future life, death, and resurrection. And so, Basically, what that means is, yes, here's Jesus who um, has saved all of us. Whether we accept that redemption or not is a whole other story. So after we had gotten original sins, this wound, this separation of humanity from divinity, the Lord Jesus healed us. He saved us. He brought us back from the dead. Well, the doctrine of the Immaculate Conception is that before Mary was even at the moment of her conception, before she ever experienced that separation from God, that because of the merits of her son's future life, death, and resurrection, she was preserved from all that that she actually was, was conceived and was lived in union with God, not on her own, but through the merits of her son's future life, death, and resurrection. Now, now that's what we established before. What I wanted to share today is the next step. And I'll also share this at on the virtual front pew. If you've already kind of tuned in and streamed that, you might've already heard this, but I wanted to share it on this Essential Presents platform because I think it's really important because a lot of times we hear the story where we hear the doctrine and we think, wait a second, wait a second. So Jesus, preserved Mary from all stain of original sin. He can do that? I didn't know he could do that. Uh, if God can do that, then um, uh, I volunteer. Can I have that too? How come he doesn't do it for me? Like how come he didn't do it for the rest of us? If God can actually preserve Mary from all stain of original sin at the moment of her conception so that she didn't live life with the results of the fall, why wouldn't he just do that with everybody? And that's a really good question. And the answer is tied into Mary's role. It's tied into the call that God had placed on Mary's heart. Uh, not call he placed on her heart, but put on her life. So let's go back to the beginning. Why is it really fitting that Mary would be preserved from all state of original sin? Well, it's fitting because at the very beginning of the story, in Genesis chapter two, God made them male and female. And both the man and the woman, Adam and Eve, they were without sin. And what happens? In Genesis three, there's an angel of light, aka Lucifer, light bearer, right? Who comes to the woman, speaks words of deception to her that causes her to disbelieve and disobey. And she then hands on that disobedience and disbelief to the man who then hands it on to the world. That's the fall team. Then in the New Testament, in Luke's gospel, you have this woman and to her an angel of light comes and he speaks words to her that causes her to trust and to believe. She conceives in her womb then, and that's Mary by the way. And she hands on that trust and belief obedience to her son who conceived in her womb and he hands on, because he trusts all the way to the end, he hands on redemption to the whole human race. So the fall team and the redeemed team. You have the fall team, angel, to the woman, to the man, to all of us. Redeemed team, angel, to the woman, to the man, to all of us. So it's fitting that if the woman and the man in the first story, in Genesis two and three, are without sin, and in the second story, the redeemed team, the man is without sin, it would make sense, it just again, it's not necessary, the church says it's not necessary, but it's fitting that the woman also would be without sin. Okay, and this is why, in answer to the question, well, if God can do that with Mary, why didn't he do that with me? And it comes to the heart of 
vocation. It comes to the heart of the call of God. God always equips us for the task that he's called us to. God always gives us what we need in order to accomplish the task that he's calling us to. And so for Mary's task then was to do what? Her task was to be the new Eve, right? If Jesus is the new Adam, her task was to be the new Eve, was to say yes where the old Eve said no, was to, was to trust where the old Eve disbelieved, was to obey where the old Eve disobeyed, and to hand that on to her son. Again, it's, is it necessary? No, but it is fitting that that's the case. And in order for that to be accomplished in its fullness, you have her preserved from all state of original sin so that she could say yes in complete freedom, just like Eve said no in complete freedom. Does that make sense? And what, it, what that means for us, of course, is that you can trust the Lord that whatever he's called you to, he will equip you for. Whatever God has called you to, he will equip you for. If, you, if he's called you to do something, he will give you everything that you need in order to accomplish that task. That's the trust. That's the confidence that we have. We say, God, why didn't God do that for me? Well, because that wasn't your job. That wasn't your role. But your role is something different. And I'll tell you this. I promise you this. Whatever that role is, whatever that call is, whatever that task is, whatever that vocation is, God will give you absolutely everything that you need to accomplish it to his glory and for the salvation of the world. Because just like he trusted Mary, he trusts you. So, let him give you the gifts that you need. Let him call you to the task that he's calling you to. And then do what Mary did. Say yes. From all of us here to Presents, happy Feast of the Mecca of Conception, and God bless.